Welcome to the Gaming Coop, the best space to talk about Yahoo! Let's introduce today's players. <laughs> Player one, may I offer you a papaya in these trying times? It's Matt. Oh no, Chris. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Player two is the third Mario brother. Due to being separated from his brothers, Mario Mario and Luigi Mario at birth, he puts his own spin on the classic formula. His catchphrase is Papapia, and instead of jumping on enemies, he prefers to befriend them and recruit them for a D&D session. It's Walsh Mario. Walsh Mario. Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> Player three. Do you think I, I know every human being with a mustache wearing an identical outfit with a hat with a letter of his first name on it? Because I don't. It's Chris. Player four has to apologize when he starts moving and grooving because he makes the whole place smell like garlic. It's Wario. I mean, Anthony. Sniff it up, bitches. <laughs> Player five shall be the delicious mustard on that bread, the mustard of your doom. It's Kelsey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. That one I'm was assuming that's from awful. A, I'm, 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 oh. So I, I, I'm no. assuming that's from a movie. That's from your video game, Kelsey. It's from the game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fawful says it's it. It's a false quote. Oh, when? <laughs> I don't know. Right, when they're okay. on the it's ship. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. Um, actually, <laughs> from chapter one. Guys, I was able to take a quote from the Mario movie. I know. I, I, that is wild that we have reached We have reached the post-Mario movie world. Where's Leonardo DiCaprio? Because we're in Inception. Oh, no. oh so um, I, I, I picked that one, but I was so close to picking up because I haven't seen the movie yet. So I was going to just pick a line from the trailer. Sure. And I was so close to just doing Bowser is coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's fair. That's I would have respected it. Um, yes. The Mario movie, which is now a billion dollars deep and counting already. And it's not even. Oh, no. Oh, it's almost a full week, I guess. Wait, no. Two weeks. No, Never mind. it's almost two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm losing track of time. Uh, anyways, uh, we uh, decided to pivot away from the initial idea for this month because it is the month of uh, of the Mario movie and decided we were going to talk about our favorite Mario games. Uh, now, because many of us are huge fans of the franchise, it's hard to pick just one to talk about, so we will definitely be giving time for honorable mentions and stuff. Uh, near either during people segments or you know at the end, whatever, whatever we want to do. Um, but uh, we're gonna start off with what Mario's known for: platforming. All right, this 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 dude loves to jump. It, it, he he's a known jumper, and uh, the, he jumped well, me and took my money. Yes, yes. That also known for doing a lot of illegal stuff. Uh, <laughs> but. The at the end of the day, you know what's not illegal is this beautiful game that is Super Mario 3D World. And Matt, you're going to talk about it. Yeah. So Super Mario 3D World um, is probably my favorite 3D Mario game. It's it's between it and Odyssey for sure. Um, but I wanted to talk about 3D World just because uh, I I think it's like I don't know very very conflicted on which one's my favorite. I'm going to talk about 3D World because I want to. Um, yeah, so <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> yeah, so Mario 3D World, not not too much different from like most other like types of Mario games. In the sense that, you know, it's a platformer, you run around, you jump, you achieve objectives, right? 
Um, but I really like how it's the uh, it's the 3D platformer that's designed like a 2D platformer mm -hmm. uh, where there's there's a time limit. There's like a, a, a few power ups or a few collectibles you got to get per level and just finding all of them and like redoing all the levels is just a lot of fun. It's it's Mario at its core. It is like the Mario game in uh, in my eyes. Uh, I also really like that there are four playable characters uh, throughout the main the main part of the game um there's luigi who can jump really high uh there's peach who can glide a little bit um there's uh blue toad who is super fast and then there's a fourth one um but it's <laughs> it's just fun i i i always choose blue toad i always choose toad um because i like the running fast and i'm usually impatient um <laughs> and try to beat these levels as quickly as possible even though i like really love going through the levels i still like i gotta beat it as fast as possible just because that's how I like to play. Um, the other fun part about it is that it is a co-op game, and it's probably my favorite Mario co-op experience. Um, New Super Mario Bros. U has co-op in it, and that's not a fun co-op. Uh, <laughs> Mario Odyssey does have a fun co-op, but like one person's got to be the hat. Um, so it's not quite as like in engaging but this one's like all four players are on equal playing field you are competing for the crown for the most points and you can just fuck each other up throw each other off the ledges but like not in a bullshit way like in uh, uh new super mario bros wii it doesn't feel bullshit when you get thrown off the ledge because usually it was of your own doing <laughs> um i level designs are great music is phenomenal it's my favorite soundtrack in the series um even over odyssey even over galaxy uh all the all the jazziness just is the identity of the game that fucking credits theme just the build up and then the 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 spectacle of it all as a credit scene it's 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 my it's my favorite mario soundtrack it's just really fucking good um the main game is is, is stacked just eight really solid worlds ending off with uh with world bowser which is really really fun world and that that even main theme very good there as well um just a really really fun uh uh main game the bonus levels are great you unlock rosalina uh in the end uh and she plays kind of like peach i don't play as her because she's uh, by that point, I've played Toad so much that playing a slower character is agonizing. Um, but even all like the side stuff, like there, there's different, uh, there's different paths on the world map that you can take to go to different levels and like and and get to some early. And then there's the, um, uh, um, there's the Captain Toad stuff, which are like little fun puzzles that definitely work better on the Wii U gamepad. And that's the one difference of the Switch version compared to the Wii U one, where the Wii U one is better just because Captain Toad is like made for the Wii U. Um, but overall, really, just really love the game, really love all the side stuff. And the, the, the final challenge in Mario 3D World, Champions Road, is probably one of my maybe top like five levels of all time um in any in any game definitely mario but in any game it is the uh mario games uh around the like yeah 
I guess there hasn't been one since Odyssey, but like past most most 3D Mario's uh, at this point since Galaxy Two really have had one insanely hard challenge at the very end. And in 3D Worlds, it's Champions Road. It's the type of challenge where you got to do the whole thing without dying, otherwise you start over. Uh, Mario Odyssey's wasn't quite as hard. It was still like challenging, uh, especially in its length, but champions road especially if you are uh, a toad player like myself and have a low jump uh it is one of the most satisfying yet one of the hardest things to uh to pull off but oh my god it's it w- once you finally do it it is like you have you have conquered fucking mount everest i <laughs> uh i just i i really love it and then obviously like you know it's got the cat suit power up uh, and Bowser uses it in the final fight and becomes Meowser, which is like, I feel like they wrote the name Meowser and then designed a game around it because that's how well it fits as as a name. <laughs> Those are my 3D World thoughts. Yeah. I, I, I love 3D World a lot. Um, really did not play it, uh, like hardcore at least, um, until, I, until the Switch version. Um, and just had a blast doing it. Um, There's part of me that still wants to go back and, you know, push towards uh, doing a, a lot of the levels and 100 mm. stuff but i uh i i, I still I, I do think it is such a blast you know I, I every single level feels unique from the last the i it, it, i i love a game that isn't gonna feel samey from start to finish in terms of like I, I like when they change things up where they change up the mechanics of a level or instead of the level being slow and more focused on exploration you have one that's focused on hey here's a uh, a level where you get on this dinosaur plessy and just start swimming down this large uh like river stream and i like i just i love like the the variation of that in in the in the gameplay uh I I I love it, and I loved the fact that they made kind of they made a spinoff off of 3D World with Bowser's Fury, um, which I, we've talked about before on here. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's a great time, and I I would love to see them do something like it again. I know that a lot of people want a new 2D Mario, or they would want another Odyssey two, or and, and that would be my preference. Obviously, would be to see it a new odyssey but i also wouldn't mind seeing them do another game kind of that formatted around this where it's a 3d mario designed around the, the 2d mario format um and, and i think that it, it, it would i'm sure that they would have plenty of ideas of how to execute it and it'd be a lot of fun um anyone else uh have anything uh that they would like to say about 3d world yes i do yeah <laughs> the art style is really really nice like i know that every mario game looks nice and has like a really vibrant color palette but like it's clear that they were able to do something with the upgraded hardware with the port like i'm gonna share a screenshot and there's just so much going on that i really like like the depth of field that ha- that's in the background and like the translucent glass tube that looks really pretty but just the overall vibrancy and the textures, it just looks so nice. Yeah. It, it Mario, this is going to sound weird to say this, but I think you'll understand why I'm saying it. Mario games just always look delicious. Like they <laughs> just, yeah. They're vibrant, they're colorful, they're 
and especially the newer ones are so detailed that just like you love living in these worlds you love experiencing them and i think like i well i i i love odyssey i think one thing that i think definitely 3d world is is tops odyssey on is just how colorful and vibrant and like just how how uh it, it, it to me it, it matches so much of what mario's core aesthetic has been over the years more than i think odyssey does except for uh, there's 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 definitely moments of odyssey that that definitely fit with that yeah i also just wanted to add that um kelsey chris and i played this and we were such little shits about the crowns at the end of the levels that we had to stop playing <laughs> yeah it, it is it is insane how uh how much that crown affects um that we had to stop playing because we all were being little shits or because i can't cope <laughs> I think that there there was some little shit energy radiating off of me. I think that's a safe oh, bet. Oh, okay. It's that's that is the effect of the crown is it turns everyone into little shits. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, we, we, we uh when the switch port happened, I think it was it was uh you Matt, Gabe, uh and I forget who else. Uh joined us for that but I, I remember i think it was like four players i think walsh might have been the other one potentially i forget anyways i remember the the, the group of us ended up playing this game for a little while <laughs> mm. it was a lot of fun yeah i will also say that uh doing a playthrough of this um this is my last thought on it um this this game also is like very nostalgic for me because uh i did a playthrough of this with my friends and it was the last thing that we did like major project uh, that we did and kind of worked on uh, before I went off to college when I was in high school. So, yeah, it, it's a it is a uh, a just n n nostalgic in that way for me. I have somewhere to the uh, commemorative cat ears, um, the blue toed cat ears uh, that like were given out at launch. I, I may see if I can find them real quick but i also don't want to miss anyone's segment so <laughs> yeah no i well I, I i think i just love that everything was a cat in this game like no matter what they're just like let's make yep. a cat let's make a cat make it it, it it is to me it's what hollywood should be doing instead of make it baby you know yep i'm fine with i'm fine with make a cat versus make it baby yeah 100 percent um and uh I, yeah i i love it i love this game a lot and I, I i i like i said i hope that we get something of this ilk at some point in the future again uh that's not just uh you know a port uh like it was with the switch um yeah so we move on from super mario 3d world and we move from the platforming to sports because Mario loves sports. He loves playing a variety of sports. And sometimes he likes having uh, playing sports with friends. And that is why Walsh is going to talk about Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. That, I mean, that's a, you really started like my, my talk here with kind of the exact thing I wanted to bring up. Is Mario? <laughs> no, Mario plays all these sport games. You know, like Mario Tennis. All right, cool. Mario Golf. Okay, Strikers. Yeah, we're playing soccer. And then he's like, they're like, oh, what? What sport? What sport can we get Mario in? That's gonna. I know, Olympics. You know what? 
fucking put Sonic in there too. Because <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> and this, I remember this coming out. Was it 2007, 2007, 2008-ish? Um, on the Wii. And it feeling like, like, everybody had it and then of course there have been other iterations too there was the the winter games after and then they continued on with like oh these are the london ones the uh all the other ones after um all the way up to uh i think it's fucking crazy the 2020 tokyo olympics which is yeah. hilarious in itself, yep. considering that we didn't have a 2020 Tokyo Olympics. <laughs> all the all the branding was at those Olympics was still 2020. To be fair, that's wild though. <laughs> it, it is but crazy. Yeah, like the first video game to not maybe not first, but like a video game detailing the events of a thing that technically did not happen. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the well actually you know I'll talk about it first the 2020 Tokyo olympic mario and sonic game <laughs> say it all fucking backwards <laughs> apparently it had its own plot apparently oh, it's like its own story mode and uh, yeah where bowser and eggman have like some like evil plot to capture mario and sonic but they also get caught too in it and then there is 16-bit <laughs> mini games as well as like the normal olympic mini games my biggest thing that I'll be talking about, of course, the series itself, I think, is crazy that it exists. But the fact that we have a Mario and Sonic Olympic series is almost hilarious to me. It feels like the, it feels like some like bargain bin idea that has taken off. Um, that is nuts. And in the, you know, with so many people talking about, oh, Mario's huge games that people love and people adore being like, and then even the sports games, the party games, the racing games being like, no, you can just play mini games with, it's the Olympics. Who the fuck? So, <laughs> uh, this game was actually one of the first games that introduced me to a lot of Sonic characters, strangely enough. Um, because I was like, oh, Sonic's a blue guy. I didn't really know much about Sonic being a kid. And then Very seeing cool. like, who the fuck are all these like Knuckles and uh, Victor and like, who are these people? <laughs> and but it was so big. Um, so many people having them at their their homes and then going to like now going to like David Buster's and seeing like Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games as a game to play. It is wild and it is surreal. And I really want to sit down and play the Tokyo one because I think it just becomes more and more surreal. This game taking the idea of something that is supposed to be this national pride of these athletes who have trained their entire lives to practice one specific craft. Mario and Sonic coming in and saying, Hey, you know, we're good and equally good at every single one. In fact, anybody can beat Sonic in the 100 meter dash and anybody can beat Mario in the long jump. Right. Um, so everybody try your best. Is it for nations? Is it for pride? No, it's for fun. We're just having fun mini games for the kids at home. 
And some of them are like, oh, this is kind of close to what the actual thing is. You know, we're bobsledding and we're <laughs> tilting one way and the other. Okay. But other ones are just like, this is just like press the button and ice skate, or this is just completely crazy and different. And I heard the Tokyo one is even more surreal. So I'm, <laughs> I'm very curious to see how they go. And I think that's the right direction of not having to be too on the nose like oh this is how you're going to do all the exact things that you would need to be focusing on to properly snowboard to (laughs) properly shot put but just timing and making it a fun mini game is really all they need to be focusing on and i think it's a strange i don't know if it's a gem but it's a strange creature that (laughs) exists and i wanted to put a little spotlight on it yeah I, I've never played these games. I think I had the first game and maybe I maybe I might have touched it. I forget. I I this whole series of games is a blur. because um, you you think about like Nintendo doing any like when they outsource any like any of their properties to other companies like Capcom having like developed a bunch of Game Boy Advance Zelda games or uh ubisoft and their mario and rabbits stuff and then you have sake they're like what can we do uh nintendo asks sega and they're like uh here uh do the olympics (laughs) (laughs) i just i don't know there's just something i really enjoy about that um yeah i i mean i definitely love the idea of it i my I, i just recently played um the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, which is actually really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I just love when companies take their IPs or just any the people that they the characters that they have and to put them in situations that they otherwise wouldn't be in in their worlds. But like we're just like, hey, how about like let's just throw them into this and like just see what happens, see if we can make a good game out of it. And with Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, were they good? I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I know that people talk to talk about it, and there's some people that really enjoy it and love the weirdness of it, especially like the whole saga that happened of Wario not having having nipples, um, in the in the game or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, and so you know, there's always some weird stuff here and there with the with the Olympics uh series. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I enjoy it. I I I want companies to do more weird shit like this. Yeah, because uh, I think it's 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 we're a better world for it. Wasn't there a game? I don't know if it was the sports, the Olympic one, but wasn't there a game where like they highlighted that it looked like Luigi was packing? That's Mario Tennis. Okay. Oh, that inspired the Game Theory video on what penis size he has. Oh, oh yeah, oh. That's right. the one everyone knows about. Nice. It has nice. seen. Um, my history with Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games is I played two games. Uh, I got the the original one for DS when it came out during the 2008 Beijing Olympics uh, because okay. I didn't own a Wii at the time. Um, but I played it for the DS, and at at one point I had like gotten gold on every single event on every on all 16 characters. Like I played the shit That's out crazy. of Mario and Sonic in the Olympic Games on DS, and some of those characters are not made for certain sports. Don't make me swim with Wario again, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> the worst time, worst time of my life. 
Um, he looks buoyant as fuck, so I don't well, know why that would be a problem. Well, because like for the swimming mini game on the DS, you had to like trace certain shapes and patterns on the on the on the pad. And I forget I forget which one. The two worst ones were a figure eight and uh like a a, a U that you had to go back and forth with. Mm. And those were just like really awkward to go. And then like like you know, characters like Wario have a high power stat, but they have a low speed stat. Uh so they don't go very uh. fast. Um, is it because he has also, tiny arms? He has small. I, I guess he's got tiny arms. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Sonic does wear a life vest in the water, though, which is a nice, fun detail. Um, I also own the 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 2020 Olympics one, um, and it's it, it, it's it's cool. It's fun. It's fun for like <laughs> an afternoon. Granted, that when I when I say Wario has tiny arms, I I don't mean like in girth because he definitely has muscles. I just meant like he—he he doesn't have like I don't know if he's able he's to like short. swim. Yeah, he has he's short. He's a short stature, yeah. stature, so it's this is quite balanced out. Um, I have a feeling this isn't the last time that Wario and Girth are going to be mentioned. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Another, another tease, another tease for for later on. Uh, no, I love I love it. I love that you brought this to the table, Walsh, because I I it actually does make me curious. Like, man, maybe maybe I should like see what mario and sonic at the olympic games in, to- like in tokyo but the- by the way that game came out november 2019 so they yes. had no idea they had they and truly they had, had no, no idea. idea what was gonna what was going to occur who, uh who ultimately. are you who are you playing as okay the game so of the you, roster yeah you, so you just posted the roster of discord see when um, i was um sorry walsh i kind of like took over this part um okay. <laughs> um i played as knuckles a lot as a kid because i actually knew the sonic characters more I, I, I mean, hmm. I'd probably play Yoshi because that's another. That's like one of the like rotation of of characters that I would play as. If I had to pick someone on the Sonic side, though, I I I like Tails. So Tails I'd pick, is cool. I'd pick Tails. Yeah, what's going? Like, is there a thing in the campaign as to why there's an evil Eggman? <laughs> That, oh, I that, just that. Yeah, Bob, I think that's a real Sonic character. I wish Gabe was here so he could answer that question. Um, I just wish Gabe had, was here in general. He, he, quick, I do, yes. Somebody text Gabe. That's true. All right, let me, let, me, let me text him. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure he, yeah, I'm sure he'll respond to it at least. Why is, or what game, game is the evil Eggman Isn't he evil from? to begin with? He is evil to begin with, but like, <laughs> He's got like so, okay, um, so it's so it's Eggman, and then it's Sons of Anarchy Eggman. It's he looks older, <laughs> but he has a better fashion sense. Yeah, but he's part of the original six or whatever it is from Sons right. of Anarchy. Right. Well, actually, I do agree with Anthony. I, I those sunglasses oh. that are like squeezing into his eyes in his normal. Stance. Also, I guess his chin was cold because he's got his little sweater pulled up. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> All right, I and... did. I, I did just Google it. If if Gabe gives a, gives a response, I will read it. But um. Uh, I do have the sure the name. Okay, Provided. you need to listen. You need to listen to me very carefully when I say this name. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. uh, his his name is Eggman Nega. That's way too close. Um, I think from Sonic Rush. It is Sonic Rush. But Can he's you like spell the name, please. N e g a. I think it's I think it's supposed to be negative. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So to answer your question, yeah, I'd probably play as like Bowser Jr. or uh, <laughs> I'd have to pick somebody in the Sonic cast. Who is the one with Maybe, the polka dot bow? You know, oh, that's that Wendy. Wendy. I think Okuba. it is. 
that is so funny that they were like, fuck the other Koopa kids. Everybody loves Wendy. <laughs> I think I'm going for... with Wendy. I like her baked potatoes. Oh, Wendy's. Okay. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I, that took me way too long. Yeah. I was like, where uh, do you see baked potatoes in this? <laughs> for some of these characters, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which ones. I think there's like three, maybe three Mario, three Sonic. They're like only playable for one event in the in the 2021. Sure. I don't know if Wendy's one of them or not. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, just looking at like physically and canonically, right? Like maybe a handful of characters have a shot here and the rest are at best enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck are most of these people doing? Nothing. Look, what is Yoshi doing here? Right? <laughs> Yoshi has a flutter. Yoshi is one of the original speed characters. Yoshi's fast. He's compared to fast. Sonic. Well, he's not not as fast as Sonic, but like he's probably the fastest Mario character. Anthony, right. Anthony, <laughs> you had so many weaker characters to choose from. Even Mario wise, like what is Diddy doing here? <laughs> I, yeah, I think you chose Junior Yoshi, doing? who's like a known physical like yeah. character. Champion. He's got Wait, a there's a robot here? Can you just create a robot for the that, Olympics? That's how Metal Sonic works, I guess. Test his urine. Test his <laughs> urine? All right, here's some motor oil. Yeah, the, uh, we tested the motor oil. There were no steroids. Wait, that's isn't cool. Rosalina like some kind of eldritch god? Yeah. Why is she here? That's not fair. Is Rosalina the one that Mickey says smells? <laughs> I Maybe? think it's Daisy. Da Daisy uh, might smell. Rosalina's top right. Daisy's in the middle. Top. Yeah, I think Daisy. Oh yeah, it's Daisy. Daisy smells. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if Shout I had to give my Mickey. opinion, if I had to give my opinion, I think Knuckles smells. <laughs> I mean, probably. Knuckles probably. smells like Axe and Bo. Yes, and neither cover up each other. <laughs> no. Um, well, this also, is definitely I, taking a spin. I also very, very vividly remember who was what type of like skilled player. Like they, they all had their different like stats and stuff, and they all specialized in in a different one. I remember them for the original game very, very vividly. Matt, I, Matt, I, Matt I, was this your segment or Walsh's? This is Walsh's. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, no, will, no, no. I, will... I was just gonna say. Okay, I, my segment's next. I I appreciate I appreciate so much that you and I are so similar in that we got so invested in the weirdest games. Yeah, I just I love you. that. I love that we 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 are akin with that. Uh, together, um, Walsh, Walsh awoke something in me. Yeah, listen, I don't, I don't mind the assist. All I was bringing to the table is, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also, uh, Walsh, you're, you're for the for the mid seg. You decided that you wanted us to uh, do do a little like recrafting of a, of the of a specific movie that we've been talking oh, about. Oh yes, so I don't know if anybody's heard of a character named Mario. <laughs> but for this gaming coop, you might have also noticed that we're talking a lot about Mario. Yeah. And so the reason might be because there's a Mario movie that is in theaters now. Barely. Yeah, I, I wish we were it. sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> so I've asked uh, all of the members and I asked them to send in these segment pieces before seeing the movie if they were going to go see it. Um, but we are going to pretend and go back in time behind Illumination's doors and pitch the plot to the Mario movie. So I gave each of our group members 
a part of the movie to write uh, to just give a short summary of what might happen. Um, so I split this into five pieces between Kelsey, Chris, Gabe, Coco's, and Anthony. Despite Gabe's absence, I do still have a set, uh, part from him. We'll be. Uh, we have. I asked Kelsey to write the beginning slash the call to action. We have Chris who describes some of the big set pieces, the big action pieces that are going to be in the movie. Uh, Gabe is going to be revealing the big twist of the movie. Go Cubs will be describing the final climax of the movie, the big moment. And then Anthony will be hitting us with the dance party ending and the end credits. So I will be going through these one by one, and I'll say when I go from one section to the next. Are we all ready? That'll, be, that'll probably be very clear. But... Well, I'll, ask, I'll ask you guys. Do you guys want me to just tell the story here or do you want me to get in character and you guys get in character as uh as like nintendo and i am illumination you know pitching you the idea uh i actually like the idea of us being the board of nintendo mm-hmm. and you yeah and you pitching, i agree pitching us oh. as illumination. <clears throat> all right all right all right all right so all right so I, I th- we thank you guys thank you um for picking us to make the mario movie um you know, I know we, you know, we do minions real good. So, you know, we're going to do the Mario guy real good. All right. You guys ready? Thank you so much. Yes. I believe they picked it is I, right. Mr. Nintendo. All right. Um, oh, you're, you're everybody's uncle. <laughs> I met you. I, I am everyone's uncle. <laughs> I can't right. wait to talk to my one million nephews and nieces. <laughs> All right, if you have any uh, problems, just look to all of the boards behind me to do, that I will be referencing. As I have, okay, out of character, I have not read any of these. So, let's oh, see. good. Okay. So, okay. we have the beginning of the story <clears throat> Mario Mario is the openly gay owner of a drag club in Brooklyn called <laughs> the Yoshi Egg. His life partner, Luigi, an effeminate and flamboyant man, plays Princess Peach, the star attraction of the club. They live together in an apartment above the Yoshi Egg with Toad, their openly gay, flamboyant Guatemalan <laughs> housekeeper who aspires to be in Mario's drag show. One day, one day, Mario's son, Donkey Kong, who resulted from Mario's drunken one-night stand with a woman named Fred Arneson, comes home to announce that he has been seeing a young woman named Charlie Day, whom he insists to marry. Although unhappy about the news, Mario agrees to support Donkey. Unfortunately, Charlie's parents are the ultra-conservative Republican senator, Bowser, and his wife, Spike. Mario and Luigi, with Fred along for the show, thus travel to the Mushroom Kingdom to try and appear as straight as possible to appease Senator Bowser and support Luigi in his quest to marry Charlie Day. Why did we have to do any other work? Why did right. any of us have to do anything? Else? Wait, wait, guys, we got to hear him out. We got to hear him out. Now, hear him now out. that's the real setup of the story. But to really talk about the big action set pieces, what we can expect in a Mario movie, the action includes an extended adventuring montage that includes visiting various places in the Mario games. This includes Bobomb Battlefield, Wallace Fortress, Isle Delfino. But the Tostarina and Fossil Falls, it is also here that Mario will collect many stars, shines, and moons as he begins to form a gauntlet of power to take down Bowser. 
Action sequences, the action sequence concludes with Mario soaring up to the dusty garden galaxy to get one last massive power star to be fully powered up. All right, so those are going to happen throughout the movie, and we're going to have them fully powered up until we hit this big reveal, the big twist. So throughout the movie, it alludes to Bowser actually wanting Peach and pining pining for her. But however, little does anyone know that it's different than just her hand in marriage. He needs advice. Advice on how to get with Luigi and take his hand in marriage. So that's that's what he's after Peach for. So, um, you know, to ask what human... reflecting real life really well. To ask what (laughs) human dudes like, because he is weak. (laughs) So Bowser wants to know what, quote, what human dudes like, because he is weak in the needs for tall Italian men. (laughs) And then then we're going to hit final climax. This is it. So, Mario and Bowser, having collected their armies and whatever power-ups they'll be using to defeat the other, you know, because now we mentioned here, they face off in a climactic battle. And as soon as they're about to fight, we hear a voice just off-screen. Wait! It's Luigi. He steps between them. The armies staring at each other in confusion. He looks at Mario and says, Hold on just a minute, bro. And he turns to Bowser and says, Quote, the last 40 minutes of whatever this was were the best days of my life. Bowser, <laughs> will you marry me? And then they kiss for the next 20 minutes of screen time. How? This is, How? This is, so this, 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 that's non-negotiable if we're doing the movie. Um, but I will say, once we get to the ending, so, you know, all the plot's done. We're at the ending. Mario is back at his everyday job. He's smacking a toilet with his wrench and sighs as he can't unclog it. A bubble comes up from the toilet, and then a couple more. All of a sudden, it's bubbling up like a horrid soup, and Mario and Mario starts to back away from the toilet. It explodes upward, and a Koopa holding a cake pops out. The bathroom walls fall down, and the cast of the movie rushes in and lifts Mario up into the air. A disco ball drops and fills the scene with bouncing lights. <laughs> Tub thumping by Chubba Wumba players <laughs> and the cast each member of the main cast. Mario, Peach, Luigi, Toad, Bowser, as they take turns naming drinks from the song. Quote, he drinks a whiskey drink, he drinks a vodka drink, he drinks a Lager drink, he drinks a cider drink. The camera cuts to quick scenes of the characters dancing with Mushroom Kingdom characters, enemies, etc. All dancing and having a good time in the background. Props like the Virtual Boy, Tanuki Suit, the One Up Shroom, Poison Shroom, etc. That are all used to varying comedic effect. A minion sees a toad eat a mushroom and make a noise in audible confusion. Mario takes turns. Mario takes turns spinning the Koopalings by their tail like he did Bowser in Super Mario 64, but everyone's having a great time and laughing. After the credits end, however, the camera shows a lush jungle. A limousine rattles through the forest and slams on its brakes at the entrance of a clearing. Ahead of it is a giant golden pyramid. The passenger doors swing open. And we see, only see fancy pointed boots step in onto the ground. A clove of garlic falls onto the ground as the figure walks <laughs> away and the camera lingers on it. A gruff voice asks, What are you waiting for, bro? Are you coming or not? 
camera cuts and scene. And I have that... no notes. I have no notes. Uh, no, no, no notes. Uh, I, 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 as Mister Nintendo, uh, approve this uh, message. We just need, uh, we we need many, many uh, licensed songs uh, to be sprinkled throughout the the film instead of our soundtrack, though. You got one. You got one. Thank you for that. Now we need like oh, fifty yeah. more. Oh yeah. So I'm thinking very gay. Uh, a lot of gay seems yeah, like really gay. gay kissing. Let's just, yeah. We're 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 cool. We're 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 increasingly cool with it. We just haven't. We just we're just against putting much of it in our video games. Assume a, a sponsor will be Bud Light. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. A lot of drinking. A lot of gay <clears throat> kissing. A lot of Mario power ups. A lot of drag. A lot of drag. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I'm here for it. I approve. Sidebar: I think this is more coherent than the 1994 whatever it, year it was. It might Mario be. Movie. It might be more. It coherent. might be. It actually was remarkably coherent. <laughs> like, like out of character. Yeah. I am impressed that we all fell onto a very similar, very gay path. I mean, yeah. I, I'm the most impressed I was was that. I mean, maybe I, I don't know. Did you talk to Gabe at all? We that? we t- had I, no conversation with each other about okay, this. Okay, so knowing that both of you guys went down the Luigi Bowser ship is fantastic. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> excellent. I think I, I think I speak for the board in here when I say uh, it's a little warm in here, and we we need to see the 20 minute kissing scene. Uh, just just to preview it and. What be does sure that have anything to do with the temperature in the room? Uh, uh, that would make it hotter, I, I honestly. Go. Honestly, <laughs> that would that would that would like create the opposite problem. It, uh, I meant like it's getting too warm in here, like right. But it would get warmer if we watched that scene. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Sorry, that hi was the part of me. Sorry, I got Barnaby's <laughs> first appearance on the game. <laughs> he just literally popped through my monitors and he scared me. <laughs> oh my god. Um, well, that was uh, an thank, that was a very good mid seg. Thank you. Yes. All. Yeah, fucking yeah. trip. Thank you. Uh, I unfortunately uh, I'm going to be gone for the second half of the show, sure. but I will leave it in all of the rest of your capable hands. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more Mario. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're the Virtual Ball Boys. During the NFL season, we will talk about the games and headlines on everyone's minds. Plus, we give our predictions for the weeks ahead. In the offseason, we run our own fictional football league with tabletop gameplay mechanics. Like that? Listen to the Virtual Ball Boys on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we will see you on the show. Good night and good ball. And we are back. It is time to continue this road down Mario. Uh, and uh, I keep on talking like, uh, what's his face from Sunshine? Uh, the robot, Flood. What? <laughs> Mario. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so we've what we've learned thus far. Mario likes jumping. Uh, Mario likes playing sports and uh, Luigi and Bowser are going to be together forever. Um, but 
Another thing that Mario enjoys deeply is racing. And the Mario Kart franchise is near and dear to my heart. Uh, and so I uh, initially I wanted to talk about, or I was thinking about talking about Super Mario Galaxy 2, because I had already talked about my favorite 3D Mario, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, but I wanted to revisit Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on this Coop podcast. Um, we last talked about this game in episode two. Wow. Um, it was an episode. It was just, uh, it was just the, uh, for myself, Matt, Gabe, and Walsh were on that podcast. So Anthony Kelsey were not uh, on that to talk about Mario Kart 8 with us. Um, and it's a, it's interesting because we did that episode. It was the it was uh, the last game that we were talking about. And uh, you guys were talking about how much you guys love Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and how much it's 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 such a it, it is probably easily the best Mario Kart game. And I have been I, 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 at the time I was kind of not on that same level with uh, with everyone. And it, it mainly came down to the fact that, like, I, I maybe it was because Mario Kart 8 was stale for me or just I, I didn't fall in love with Mario Kart 8 the way I did in the era of Mario Kart DS and Mario Kart Wii, which were two of my favorite Mario Kart games. Um, and so I. I, for a while, I was kind of lower on Mario Kart 8, and it, part of it is because I didn't really love, like, the new courses that they added. I didn't really love, like, the roster characters. I was kind of sick and tired of seeing the same Koopaling person go by or pink, pink Gold Peach and whatever. Like, I was just kind of overall somewhat disappointed with the game. And I knew I was an outlier on that, and I I was... But I, I felt, I felt kind of bad that I felt like that, but... It just was. It just is how it is. You feel like you feel about games. You can't really help it. But that uh, changed uh, in recent uh, times because last year uh, we got a surprise announcement during the Nintendo Direct that instead of rolling out a new Mario Kart game uh, immediately, uh, and since Mario Kart Eight Deluxe has been selling like gangbusters uh, constantly, like almost always in the top ten uh, in sales for on a monthly basis, um, they they decided, you know what? Let's add DLC to this co- to to this game. And even that, I was at first skeptical about. And, and what what they basically announced was that they were going to add older courses to the game, and I quickly, after being like initially susceptible, I was like, okay, no, that's actually really exciting and really interesting. Let's see how it goes. And now we're a year into it. We're through four of the six DLC waves. And my mind has, I think, completely changed about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe uh, to the point where I, I can, I think, definitively say that I think it is my favorite Mario Kart. Um, I think it is the definitive Mario Kart. It is so delightful how much content is now in this game and i love the fact that they decided to kind of come back to it and revisit it because it is like putting any biases that i had aside like it is easily like the best like mechanically that mario kart has ever been and i think you combine that with having this huge catalog of courses both 
the new courses that they added and then also throw in these these throwback courses from games beloved games throughout the entire series and you have a just really awesome collection of an hours and hours and hours of gameplay uh ahead of you and every single wave has been such a joy to dive in and play through the courses in mario kart 8 like just to see the redone versions of these games see the new versions of the songs that they put to, that they've they've presented in the the way that the courses are now uh how they look a lot more uh you know like they should belong on a nintendo switch versus <laughs> being you know uh, being like an old school like the old school look that they used to have um and it, it was that to me alone made it made it so much more exciting for me and then you have what kind of began to transpire in from wave one uh where it was all almost entirely all games all courses that were ported from past mario games plus mario kart tour um and then you have wave two and wave three where you're starting to see courses introduced that are first debuting in mario kart 8 i think eventually end up being added to tour and probably going to be for tour but then you have these new courses that they're adding and then you have what happened in this most recent wave where they add in a yoshi's island course and then they also add a new racer in birdo who has not been in the series since i want to say mario kart Wii uh at this point and the Yoshi's Island course is phenomenal. As someone who's a recent Yoshi's Island convert, it is so incredible how much detail they poured into the course. I think one of my favorite things is the fact that you have like the startup music and then the, the obviously the music itself as you're racing, and then the the when they show the results on the screen and they have uh the end level music that yoshi's island has they put that into like the results screen and i thought that was so freaking cool uh and like even the detail of as you are launching off the last uh like the, when you're launching off the cloud and about to land to the ground you, you could you have the ability to fly into one of those question mark clouds that are flying around like that are in yoshi's island that you have the ability to hit once you fly into it it opens up this a red bridge that kind of goes above the track and you could race on it into the big hoop that would be at the end of all the Yoshi's Island levels. It's just this super attention to detail that was just so uh, just amazing to experience. And I'm like, holy crap, I forgot what like a brand new Mario Kart track was like it like it it, it 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 that is like this amazing like I it, it it completely made me so excited to see what the future holds not just for the DLC but for future Mario Karts because if they could do this for Yoshi's Island it would be so cool to see what more they could do within the Mario extended universe or even if they want to go big and bold do something like a Smash Kart where you have a bunch of Nintendo IP more involved in it, because they already kind of have that with Hyrule Circuit and Animal Crossing involved in the game as well. Um, I, I And I also love that they're going to be adding more characters. Like, they that was not something that, was, that anyone thought they were going to do, and yet here we are. We're, we're going to get five more characters by the end of Wave 6 uh, at the end of this year. 
I I just like I love that this game has just become the ultimate Mario Kart. You go in and you can do anything that any of the other Mario Karts have done. You can experience a lot of the same tracks from any of the games and it 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 just feels so good to play and I I I'm I'm back on the train of like yeah, no Mario Kart 8 is deluxe is I think the best Mario Kart has ever been. And um well I I'm eager to find out what the next iteration of the series is this has been such a great way to tide us over while we wait for it um and so i uh yeah i i love mario kart i've always loved mario kart and it's i love that i'm back in love with the series as much as i am uh since you know since like when i was like like in my teens playing the wii version or ds version so yeah that's that's my spiel on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, but would love to hear from everyone else here about Mario Kart. Waluigi on the Wiggler bike. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. It sounded like a code for something. No, it's, that's like what everyone uses online. Because it's no, like the know. scientifically best. Um no, but it Mario Kart 8 is deluxe is is also my favorite Mario Kart game. Um the only other competition is Wii, and that's just because those are the only two games that I've played more than an hour. Um, oh, I you, you did you did play other Mario Karts? Not not really. No, uh, wow. I didn't have, Mar- didn't have Mario Kart that. DS. Didn't have 3DS. One didn't have seven. Okay. Uh, Sixty four can suck an egg. Um, yes. <laughs> Goddamn! I I am such an anti N sixty four guy. Um, yeah. uh, but um, anyway. Uh, Mario Kart 8 just has like a great selection of tracks. Love the characters. Love just the way the fucking water looks. Oh, it's so good. So yeah, good. like it is. It, it it it's a brilliant game. Love playing it. Uh, I am a dry Bowser main. Yeah, sometimes regular Bowser, but I I switch between the two. I am a dry Bowser main. Yeah, it's funny because no one's dry when Bowser's around. But um... give us wet Bowser. Give us wet Bowser. I guess that's regular one because, like, when your bone bones are inside you, they're wet. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> your bones are wet right now. No. <laughs> no. He, I, I literally uh... made like a Sims level. Oh, you're gross. Oh, Slubnar. Um, I yeah, I. In this game, like aesthetically, that's why I was like initially so disappointed in the way that Animal Crossing New Horizons looked. Because the Animal Crossing course in Mario Kart looks fucking incredible. It's so good. Like everything in this game is such such a high level of detail. Like I, I know I just talked so much about the Yoshi's Island. Like, like there's so many courses that are like that. And like I'll like I, I my feelings haven't completely changed about like the initial launch courses that Mario Kart 8 had like where I'm like I don't think there's one that like really sticks out to me but everything since that point any new course that they've added and 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 continue to add like they all just look so incredible I know that there's some that like I don't know they seem weirdly shiny and like the, the graphics are kind of weird with some of them that that's that's probably just them porting Mario Kart tour courses whatever it's still mario kart i i don't really mind that as much um but yeah just a just a grand old game um anyone else have anything to say about mario kart 8 deluxe 
I've never had so much fun with a game that I am so terrible at. Yeah. It's it it is like I th- a lot of people call Mario Kart bullshit and it is uh I to me the more bullshit one is Mario Party <laughs> in my personal mm. opinion. I would rather like if I was <laughs> captured by an enemy country, right? And sure. my like punishment while in captivity was that I had to pick a Mario game between playing Mario Kart and playing Mario Party. I would rather them kill me and send my head back to my family. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Whoa. Then play then play Mario Party. Oh because oh, I, I feel oh, like I people get so vicious. <laughs> No, like to me, being offered Mario Kart would be a treat, even though I've never really played it extensively. Like I've enjoyed playing it here and there. I'm not very good at it. Rainbow Road gives me palpitations. Um, but like I literally Mario Party is a not nice. <laughs> and, it, and it enables people to be not nice. And I don't like that. I anyway yeah no, this isn't this I'm episode is not what is your least favorite mario game <laughs> yeah but no, if I, it was it would be mario, Super party. mario 64 <laughs> yeah i i definitely uh i feel bad for i feel bad for walsh because we're just shitting on mario party no that's fine uh, but, I, I, but... he had to leave and i'm i'm sorry that he had to leave however it is best that he not be here for this right this, <laughs> this slaughtering of mario party yeah i don't i don't like it but um I will, I will play it with people, but I, I sure. you know, not very long, not for very long. I, I, I also will say that um, all of my favorite Mario Kart tracks, because I, 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 I have an obsession with Mario Kart um, big time where I even keep track of like what tracks have been added to games and not have been added to games. So my top 10 favorite courses in Mario Kart are all in Mario Kart 8 now whether they are remakes of original of the original courses or they were uh, released for the first time in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Like, that's just how good the catalog is now in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Like, I just, I love it so, so much. Um, 3DS Rainbow Road is my personal favorite, I think. I don't play for, like, the win. I pick my character and my vehicle purely out of, like, aesthetics. Sure. But I do remember in an earlier iteration of Mario Kart when Chris and I would play it as kids. So I don't know which Mario Kart this was, but I always picked Bowser. And whatever the smallest vehicle was, because it looks funny. (laughs) But in like current times, I would always choose Yoshi. Is female Yoshi an option? Now it is. Yeah. So in like Mario Kart 8, that's what I would choose. Birdo's uh, not female Yoshi, Chris. He knows what I mean, though. He's just okay. he's just translating for oh, me. Okay. okay, that's all. Okay. Yeah, Birdo. All right. Yeah, that's cool. He's um, just translating for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like I, out of curiosity, just just as a closeout to the conversation, do you guys have a track that you like that you if you've played any like if you know of any of the Mario Karts that you guys have played, is there a track that is like number one to you that you love? dearly there's one that takes place in the desert there's a lot of those 
Yes, those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Everything but the desert tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna look I'm looking it up real quick. Other people talk and I'll I'll find which um, one I'm talking about. Mine is uh from from we it was uh Coconut Mall. Yes. Um which good. is in, in uh deluxe, but uh I think I think I gotta go with Sunshine Airport mm. as my favorite. I okay. really like Sunshine Airport. Yeah, I, that is, I think, among the better ones. I think definitely yeah. for for Mark. I also I changed my mind. I do also mind. enjoy. <laughs> I I also really enjoy uh, Superbell Subway. Yes, that's that is my, that's one of my favorites too. Yes, okay, Subway. you understand. Yeah, what what were we gonna say, Kels? Moo Moo Tracks, Moo Moo Meadows, Moo Moo Meadows. Yes, Meadows. Yeah, Moo Moo Tracks sounds like an ice cream. <laughs> It, does. It, it sounds like a Ben and Jerry's flavor. It does, yeah. or like a yeah, like a blue bunny ice cream moo moo tracks. Um, yeah, yeah, no, because that's one of their. They're listing it here as one of the retro tracks. So I don't know if this was like part of the original Mario Kart Eight release or uh, if it yeah. came out later. But it's part of the Shell Cup. Uh, yes, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. Very good. I remember it, liking this one because of the moo moos. Yeah, it's it's nice to have a nice tame course. And those are the those are those are nice and, and chill. But the one that I was talking about with the desert, I'm pretty sure that I'm referring to the uh ah, fuck, I lost it. Hold on, sorry. Not the uh, one made out of cheese, right? No, no, the des why is there a desert one made out of cheese? Yes. That sounds terrible. The, um yeah. <laughs> it smells no, awful. The they're calling it <laughs> in the banana cup, it's called dry dry desert. Uh, I just remember yes. it has the pyramids, and I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, be I believe that is. That all is right. That's correct. all. That's all I have to contribute. Clearly, I've played the game so much and know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, Cheeseland. I I will say I loved Cheeseland on the Game Boy Advance. I don't love the port version because they made it. They made it a I... desert level. Right. Like <laughs> they they literally Cheeseland on GBA was you were driving on the moon that was made out of cheese. And it had a bunch of mice running around, and it was this beautiful, like, it, like as beautiful as the GBA can be, as like a beautiful night, like space sky, and like I guess because they already have space stuff with with Rainbow Road, but I'm like, man, that could have been an amazing. You could have just done cheese land in space, like, like you it just was the GBA. literally started to sound like Bill Cosby. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Only good of them in the space. I do not want to be associated with that man. Oh, you sounded like him. No, no, please, no. All right. Anyways, we're moving forward here. Uh, oh, hold that's... on! I didn't get to say my favorite. Oh yes, go ahead. Thanks. Wow. I am. Um, I really only played the one uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, but I really love the Animal Crossing track. Oh my god. Oh yes. yeah. Which is just so incredible. It takes you through all the seasons, and it it's the best-looking Animal Crossing I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and the Hyrule course. I'm yes. so glad that they added Link to the game, gave Link a motorcycle, and the course is amazing as well with you collecting rupees. So cool. Again, man, I maybe, may, maybe I know it'd be, like, such a cash grab, but, like... God, I would love uh, like a Super Smash Bros. style Mario Kart game. Like, I just think that that team making a bunch of worlds from Nintendo in a and making a bunch of race courses based off of those worlds, like ah, oh, that would just be incredible. Uh, Literally, it's just like they cannot make DLC that I would not buy for a majority of their games. Yeah, 
yeah that's it's it's that is straight up that's real yeah <laughs> those are real feelings mm. that i have um all right well then there you go we've talked a lot of mario today folks and um we have more mario to talk about but well uh he anthony is uh he he's not as into mario as everyone else here in fact instead another mustachioed nintendo character has anthony's heart and he wants to talk about that today yeah so thank you chris everything you said is a hundred percent accurate um i do like mario you know i don't have a problem with mario but my heart belongs to a different mustachioed man wearing overalls um (laughs) and that is wario so the game that i wanted to talk about was um wario land 4 and i've talked about this game before on the coop so i'm not going to go super into it um but what i really love about it is that wario is just such a badass like Mario takes damage, he downsizes, he has lives that he runs through, but, like, Wario is just slightly inconvenienced by whatever anything can do to him. Like, he gets turned into a zombie, and he's like, ah, shit, and he just, like, turns back into a human. (laughs) Or he gets set on fire, and he just runs around until it's done. And um, he's greedy, which is great love a little greedy gremlin character who's just honest about what they want right he wants treasure he's violent so funny it's so funny when characters are violent in the mario universe (laughs) because nintendo and everybody else who makes kids games kind of wants to like do cartoon violence and be like no our characters aren't really violent but but wario is there to fuck shit up right so (laughs) i love it and Wario Land, I've played Wario Land 3. I played it more when I was a kid. But I picked it up recently on the Switch Online membership. And the first thing that hit me was how spooky it was. And Wario Land 4 is kind of the same way. Like, you end up in this in the middle of this dark pyramid that's made out of gold. And you get sucked into this painting. Kind of like Super Mario 64. And all of a sudden you hit something in the level and a countdown starts and the level starts to dematerialize and then you get back out and everything's okay. And then there's these spooky bosses that you have to fight and the music is scary and it's just altogether a different experience. Like, I kind of feel like when you play a Mario game, you know what you're getting into, right? You know that it's like a comfortable normal experience like normal is the word i would use to describe mario and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that right like mario is beloved for a reason and there are mario games that i love such as the one that kelsey's going to talk about after me um and i love mario kart and i love the mario platformers but when you get wario you kind of get to see them flex a different creative muscle You know, one where they can be a little bit edgier, a little bit more scary because they don't really they're not constrained by that same kind of creative goal. You know, you get to have a character who's 
disgusting, right? Who's bad and arguably evil, but like not in a bad way. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I've already talked about um, Mario Land 4 and what I like about it. So what I did instead was I created a spreadsheet while I was at work. Um, and it doesn't pertain to work. It's titled Reasons Why Wario is Cooler Than Mario. <laughs> and what I'm basically going to do is this is a series of comparisons between Mario and Wario. And it kind of illustrates why I like Mari- uh, Wario more than I like Mario. And you can stop me at any point if you have questions. Sure. Um, approximately 90% of this is established canon. Okay. And if you want, you can ask for proof, but I don't have to give it to you. Okay? <laughs> sure. Okay. Solid. All right, All right, solid. So Mario collects coins to get more chances to rescue Peach. Wario collects coins to buy shit that he wants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. It's All right. relatable, right? It's relatable. Sure. Sure. I, want I don't shit. have a princess to cap- or to rescue, so. Yeah, we all want shit, right? That's yeah. why we're here. Mario. <laughs> That's Mario, why we're here. Yeah. Mario eats mushrooms, and he becomes small and dies without them. Wario eats garlic and becomes a stinky bastard, but probably still is without them. Uh-huh. All right, all right. Mario can take a hit or two before crying about it. Wario cannot be harmed in any way that matters. <laughs> Mario goes into paintings to help people and get stars. Wario goes into paintings to break shit, cause havoc, and kidnap birds. <laughs> Can I just say... Don't know quick. if I would count that as better, but... Real, real, quick, <laughs> real quick, I just I just need to pause because I just realized that this is the second time in three months that we've had a segment dedicated to Wario. Like, because I, I, as it should I, be, as it should be, I guess. Yeah. Yes, but I, I, I was, I, I did my how I love Wario as a villain. He's one of my favorite villains, and then, and then, and now, now we're just like dunking on Mario with Wario. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help it. Wario is just so interesting. He's a little gremlin. Sure. Uh, Mario works as a plumber. Nothing wrong with that. That's not a knock against Mario. Wario owns a video game company. Uh, I, can I actually, <laughs> people who own video game companies, at least as, especially nowadays, they're not necessarily the best people. <laughs> just, don't just... compare Wario to Bobby Kotick, please. <laughs> okay, all right. But I think also the point is not necessarily that this is making Wario a good or better than the plumber, just cooler. Like there's a specific criteria we're going under. Sure. Okay. This is what right. This is right. Why reasons why Wario is cooler than Mario? Yeah, and it's completely subjective, right? Like it's not an objective. (laughs) Completely subjective, but I am right. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not here to dunk on plumbers. I'm just I I just wanted to say that Wario owns a video game company. I feel like that's noteworthy. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I didn't know it. Yeah. Mario rides a green dinosaur and sometimes sacrifices it into deep holes for own benefit. Wow. Uh, Wario rides Cadillacs and motorcycles and throws his motorcycle at people when he needs to. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. 
Mario has a variety of kicking and punching moves in Smash Bros. But Wario has a fart move that generates power over time and eventually becomes fucking lethal. Like you. Guys, I will be right back. No! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> show you my fart move. Um, uh, okay. Mario cannot say the F word. Wario can say the F word and chooses to. <laughs> Mario but... try. Uh, uh, sorry, I, did you have a question? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was just curious. I didn't know Nintendo was allowing the F word to be said in their games. Uh, yeah, he goes, fuck. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't know that. I, I, I have to listen back to those. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mario tries to rescue a princess, but she's in another castle. Wario rescues a cat who turns out to be a princess. Alert. alert. Uh, Mario uses fire projectiles from a safe distance. Wario is rapidly approaching your location and building speed and momentum. Oh, no. <laughs> Mario counts on his friends to help save the day. Wario has a friend who is so powerful and so vile that Nintendo fears him and refuses to put him in any games. Waluigi. Yep, yep. And Wario's other friends make video games and cool inventions. <laughs> Mario always wears his trusty overalls. Wario has appeared in overalls, a cut denim jacket and jeans, and drag. Mario That's jumps on enemies. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wario throws enemies into other enemies, obliterating them both. And Mario canonically has completely normal yet hairless nipples. <laughs> Wario canonically has a fat ass that Nintendo reduced after the Pope complained about it. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Did the Pope actually do that? Please, no. No, okay, right. no he didn't. Okay. I was hoping that was going to be a question that Anthony didn't answer. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they did nerf his ass, though, like, actually. Oh, yeah, actually. they did nerf his ass. <laughs> Well, that, I it, like to believe that it's because of a papal missile, which is a type <laughs> of document, not a uh, weapon. I I also feel like uh, I, I I feel like they've nerfed everyone's asses. Like, have you seen the Mario movie uh, Mario S? Because <laughs> there is none. <laughs> There's nothing there. <laughs> There's not a lot of ass shots in the Mario movie. To be fair. They they remo they removed everyone's ass. No one had no ass for anyone. No one give has the an people ass. what they want. Assless chaps. <laughs> give Wario assless chaps. That's what you I'm saying. Cowards. You cowards. Uh, how many more do you have? I'm curious. Oh, that was it. That was. Oh, okay. Okay. Just yeah. Like, sorry. Yeah. I, sh I should have said something. We're all just chilling out, all like right. just reflecting on it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I look. I, I, I think I've I've played more Mario games than Wario games. So I think fundamentally, I have to sit here and say like I enjoy Mario games more, but I do love WarioWare dearly and i do just again I, i've talked about it in february wario is a great villain uh it's a 
it's a it's the great kind of villain where you could both root for him and also root against him and you're having fun no matter what um and uh yeah wario is a good old time he is and what's next on my list is i want to play through wario land 3 i put probably like a half hour into it and something that struck me is how genuinely creepy it is um and I'm I'm not underselling it. Like Kelsey was there, she can vouch for me. But something that's really cool is that there's a day and night cycle. Like if you go into a level and then exit, it becomes night. Do another one, you exit, it becomes day. But like the soundtrack, the enemies, what you can access changes depending on what time of day. But the entire feel of the game changes as well with it being safe and happy during the day and a lot more spookier and creepier during the night. Um, so, yeah, that's next on my list. Hopefully I can talk about it at some point. But yeah. I think that the Wario games are just overall really interesting and really creative, and I hope that we get to see more of them soon. Uh, I just uh, Does anyone else have anything they would like to add about Wario? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Because I wanted to throw some, one more thing out there. Uh, Anthony, have you heard people talk about, or uh, or have you just, have you heard of the game Pizza Tower? Yes, I okay. have heard about it, yeah. Okay, because that, that is like the WarioWare, the, the modern day WarioWare right now. Or not WarioWare, WarioLand, I should say. Uh, of, it is, that, it is a WarioLand style platformer. It basically does almost everything that's mechanically similar to Wario Land, only it's done up as a guy that is a pizza a pizzeria chef, uh, which I think is it, it. It looks very good. I do want to play it at some point. Um, but yeah, it's 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 something that I think a lot of people would like to see is a return to Wario Land at some point. So we'll see if it comes up at some point soon. Uh, maybe another one by way forward that one that the one that they made with the Sh Warrior Land Shake It was fucking ah, a, yes. go a gorgeous game. Uh, and so I uh, I would love to see that a, a, a switch version of that at some point. Uh, all right. Anyways, so we've covered Mario platformers, Mario sports games, Mario uh, the racing games. Mario Kart, rather. Uh, we, we've covered Mario's alter or arch nemesis. But now we turn to another variant, a beloved variant of Mario, and that is a Mario RPG. And Kelsey, you're going to talk about the Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm talking about Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. I'm talking about the um the original release uh for the game boy advance which occurred in 2003 for north america obviously developers alpha dream publisher nintendo um this game is my very close if not my favorite tied for first um as far as uh mario games if you had come to me and been like oh yeah the mario rpg i would have been like sure yeah, because uh, I don't I don't partake in enough games to know that that I would have just been like, it's a Mario game. What of it? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, 
I also the I didn't realize that it was like Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, and therefore a part of the Mario and Luigi RPG line of games. So there you go. Um, yeah. But effectively, as an RPG game, I believe it was the first. Yes. In the series as well, as far as RPG games are in the, concerned, in the, in the Mario and Luigi series specifically, uh, Paper yes. Mario and uh, Super Mario RPG came before this. Yes. No. 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 Specifically in the Mario and Luigi yes. RPG line of games. Um. So uh it roughly uh in the game because i i would very much encourage people who have access to the port through nintendo online to play the game because it is so good um and a really just chill nice game to be able to pick up uh when you'd like unless you are like me and become very overwhelmed with the bosses and then it, hopefully you have a husband nearby that you can hand the controller off to to help mitigate the frustration so that you can continue enjoying the storyline because that's all you're really invested in um <laughs> full disclosure i'm not somebody who really enjoys like turn-based combat and stuff so like if you're that person again you're going to want to have somebody you can hand the controller off to um because i get very overwhelmed and frustrated but i'm so invested in the story itself that I can't walk away from it. Um, but it's a very good game with those caveats. But um, my favorite thing about the game is that it's set mostly in what is referred to as the Bean Bean Kingdom. And the Bean Bean Kingdom really only exists in this game. Uh, there are references in other games, but like the Bean Bean people, um, the beanish people rather uh like they really only exist in this game and then they like are seen vacationing in a, in a later game of the series but otherwise this entire game revolves around these beans in the bean bean kingdom um both beans that you can find on the ground the beanish people there's also a race of people called the who hooligans um and a lot of their language and everything that's referred to there and in the in the series in the game in particular is re references to laughing um so like the main villain's name is cackletta like cackling um and just a lot of little things in the game are referenced uh um but essentially the game is that you are um the game opens up with cackletta and fawful their little minion um uh essentially starting on a plot to want to uh take princess peach's voice um and use it in order to collect the uh star that the bean star that they that that allow them to take over the world in that area um and so mario and luigi are summoned in order to help retrieve peach's voice to begin but as their adventure unfolds they are they find more and more uh complications and issues and bosses that they need to plow through um and fight uh that is that is the general overview because i don't want to give too much away other than um it is it is just very funny and very very fun uh something i will highlight is that this mo more people are aware of this game with the remake that came out which is mario and luigi superstar saga plus Bowser's minions. Um, and it was a 3D rendering, essentially, of the original game. So I did include, um, like, screenshots of the game in the doc that we had for the coop. Um, but the, the really just, like, the... I guess, what would it be called? What's it called when they 
redesign something over it. I'm blanking on the name. It's been a long week. Oh, a remaster? No, but it's like when they when they do like a a visual update. There's a word for it. Anyway. So there's remake say, and remaster. No, I know it's not it's not what I'm looking for. There's like a word that's there's actually a word for like when the visual update happens. Uh, forget it. It's okay. Um but it quite literally is just like they drop a curtain of 3D over the game. Uh, it's exactly the same, but it, the graphics are updated. Everything looks a little bit more realistic. I personally hate it. I love the original 2D. It's comforting to me. It's like classic. Um, here is a brief example. It's like of Disney movies. Yeah, yeah. I feel the exact same way when it comes to animation. <laughs> I, I'm somebody who very much loves the original, but like I was able to find some screenshots of almost exact areas in the game and enemies where you can see the difference between the 2D version of the original and then the 3D update. Um, I totally understand the appeal of the update, and I understand why people would like it for the additional content of Bowser's Minions. I personally don't need it, and I really love the original. Um, I just think that there's something homey about it. Something cool about this game, too, which I am unfamiliar if, if exists in the other RPG games because I didn't play them, um, is there are two specific mini games um that take place in in the game that i'm i think there's only two there could be more um because i did not finish the game full disclosure because i'm still working my way through it and i realized that as a kid i thought that the game ended after the uh you reach the summit of the mountain which is like chapter two or three of the game <laughs> and i thought that that was it and i didn't remember anything beyond that point and then i kept playing and i was like oh this game's a lot longer than i thought so um, my favorite mini game is very early on in the castle. You meet two guards that have a jump rope and you have to jump as Mario and Luigi and make sure that you do not hit the rope in order to get past into the next area of the game. And it's so much fun and it can be very tricky. I, part of my brain reawokened from like 2006 and I just like locked eyes with the screen and I ma I did it completely 100% no no failures the first time because I just remembered the pattern from when I was younger um, and it was very exciting um, <laughs> but then um, I'm trying to think the really the adventures are just they escalate in difficulty and complicatedness as you go and you come across really fun characters like I said the bean beanish people are really exclusive to this game so their rulers are Queen Bean and Prince Peasley um who are uh, some of my favorite characters in the entire game, specifically Queen Bean, but because most of my conversation is going to be about her, I'm just going to fast forward slightly. Um, Bowser is in this game. Um, he is like one of the main uh, antagonists. Uh, you meet him very early on and then you fight him again later, but in a di different state, essentially. Um, but the piranha plants are involved too. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything. There's an entire part of the game where you end up underwater. Uh, there, the realms in the game, the difference in uh, the different areas in the game, like you have Stardust Fields, and then you have the um, Hu Mountain, but then you have a university, you have a desert, you have underwater. Like there are so many things and so many areas, and the variety and the people is just oh, you have um, an offshoot of the Mushroom Kingdom, a little fungi town, where these are like transplants of Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, and so it's all toad people and it's very 
very cool and it's just so extensive and then each and every area has its own soundtrack and if you end up underground they borrowed like from early iterations of mario games some of the soundtrack that they they bring back into the game so just very cool um working my way back to queen bean uh because this was really going to be the focus of my thing uh when you when you first come across the bean bean people and queen bean you don't see her in her true form. Cacoletta has gotten involved and fed the queen a little worm that makes her into a beastly creature. And I'm going to share that image here. So this is your first iteration of, of Queen Bean that you come across. Um, it makes her into a muscly, demonic creature. And you'll see in the first image that she has these big arms, these big muscly arms and her pointy crown. You have to do the turn-based combat in order to deflate her arms and remove her crown in order to get her into a vulnerable state. Uh, but the true image of Queen Bean and what she actually looks like, and Queen Bean, I think, is a um, plus-size goddess. The representation that we have here is not seen again. She's one of the few, and I mean this truly, like I'm not trying to be like silly, in video games, as somebody who's lived my entire life in a fat body, if you look at media and in video games, almost always fat people are made out to be villains, bullies, um, or just flat out miserable, depressed, disgusting individuals. Like always. That is always how they are painted. Queen Bean is the representation of somebody who is unbothered, flourishing, ruler of her kingdom. Uh, there are comments made about her size and velocity in the game, but nothing that is too uh, too heavy-handed, no pun intended, or really, like, fatphobic and damaging. So I'm obsessed with her. And truly, I feel like nobody talks about her. Maybe because she's in this one game that not a lot of people play. Um, but I think she's an icon. And in saying that, I went looking for more information on Queen Bean today, and I accidentally... <laughs> wound up in a really weird rabbit hole of queen bean fan art that i would like to share and discuss very quickly <laughs> cool. um queen bean has been imagined by many uh i guess because of her features and her hair as a um tr uh, as a black character uh or or black uh black woman type uh her her body her hair her features black coated um, so, yes so um People have done really beautiful fan art like this one in particular, I thought was absolutely lovely, where she is just pictured as this more human figured, uh, voluptuous black woman holding her little bean baby. Um, very, very cool. Here is also another piece of fan art that somebody did with different main characters from the game. Um, and again, she's featured black coated. Um, but then <laughs> some weird things start happening as you get deeper. Um, things start to get weirder. And I'm going to share this, but I'm going to not say for work it. And if anybody is uh, not interested in seeing somebody having drawn a naked queen bean, don't look. Um, but effectively for the crowd at home, it is a fully nude, overly exaggerated queen bean saying, oh, it's, it's the Mario Bros. Seems you two taking a look. <laughs> at the queen's royal breasts wow and um it is like a bashful mario and luigi in the corner but very aggressively drawn um and then i was kidding and the, when we first started talking about this um 
Oh, I did not put the actual not safe for work tag. Thank you. Thank you for doing that, Matt. Because <laughs> it is absolutely not safe for work. It's not safe for most situations. Um, um, I was kidding. And when we first when I first was playing it in Queen Bean, I was enamored. I was obsessed with Queen Bean when she came back on the screen and I remembered who she was and what she was about. And I was like, Lady D who? Everybody's talking about this giant woman a fetish that everybody has, and everybody's so into Lady D. What about Queen Bean? Um, and then today I found that somebody drew Lady D as Queen Bean. Um, and I didn't mean to come across that, and I didn't know about it at the time. <laughs> but it is like the weirdest crossover fan art I've ever come across in my life. And to be fair, I don't look for this kind of stuff. I happened upon this. Um, but it absolutely tickled me. I was cackling um, just by myself over it because uh, it's really weird and I love it. Um, but yeah, so all, overall, oh, and one more thing that I came across because this just made me laugh so hard is when I was trying to get, I changed my profile picture to Queen Bean because um, I just wanted to change it anyway and it's fitting and I'm obsessed with her. So um in finding queen bean i was having trouble finding that exact image of queen bean in a downloadable format it kept being brought to like the wikipedia page and it was downloading it as a like a internet extension not as like a jpeg or anything so i finally found one that i could download but somehow i wound up on like a spanish language wikipedia for super nintendo fans and it was a reference to queen bean but what I'm extremely confused about is it lists, this is under Bonitas. So beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, yeah. And it's Queen Bean, but there's Queen Bean Antes Aragorda. And then there's Queen Bean horribly photoshopped to, I assume, the extent of wanting her to look thinner. And uh -huh. she's called Princessa Bean underneath it. But when I tell you this is the most crudely done Photoshop job and it absolutely fucking killed me because it is like there was no effort truly put into this. Like it is the worst shaped thing that I've ever oh. seen in my life. And like her breasts are the same size, <laughs> but now they look completely out of proportion and lopsided. They look like and shoulder it, pads. They look like shoulder pads <laughs> and they just like moved her arms down for some reason but they're like not even attached and like they cut off part of her hair to make her face look slimmer like i don't even but it cracked me up because i was like this is the worst like this looks like it was done by like a middle schooler in paint and it cracked me up so i just had to share that because it just and i don't even know what the at no point does she look like that in the game this no. princessa bean this doesn't no. exist so this is for somebody else's purposes of whatever they were doing um, I don't know because literally the rest of the page, everything is in Spanish. And I know, I know very little Spanish, not enough to try and figure out what the hell they were doing here. Um, bottom, bottom is something like before when she was fat. Oh no, I know. I yeah. got that. But like, oh, okay. as far as like the rest of the content on yeah. the page, okay, no clue what they're really doing. And there's very few things that are actually written underneath Bonitas. And part of it just goes, it literally i'll just send it because it's hard to explain oh fuck like not very edited wikias are not a safe place to be no oh but yeah i just yep. i just happened here but it's just yep. going oh uh. and i was like 
I that's how I felt when I saw this. I went, uh yeah. <laughs> so it's I just, just yeah, it's a category page and it's uh, uh <laughs> yeah. So I just think that it was that was funny. And um ultimately I know this was more about Queen Bean than the game itself, but there's not much that I can say about the game other than I promise it's a good time. The only other thing that I had, but I unfortunately didn't have the time to collect it and and discuss it and bring it forward. Um is that there are so many references in the game to come <laughs> that I'm sorry. Yes, you heard me correctly. I and I, I took just screenshots. Chris, I took screenshots and I will send them to you. Okay. I like I because I I that must have gone over my head. It had to have, but there were several, and I looked at Anthony and I was like, Are you seeing what I'm seeing or am I being weird? And Anthony was like, I a hundred percent see what you're seeing. And I was like, okay. And so, okie dokie. And so I took, <laughs> I took the screenshots. They're on my Switch, but with the time crunch of this week um, and a lot of things going on, I unfortunately did not get them to bring them to the table tonight. Uh, um, perhaps, Christopher, if you would validate me, um, I can do a post <laughs> a post edit quick recap or something. But sure. there's no need to truly do that. I would rather wow. just put plant this little seed, no pun intended, in everybody's head. Oh my God. And... Um, <laughs> allow allow you to if you should partake um once you see it you can't unsee it and it paints everything else okay. again no pun intended oh my um, god in a, in a very particular light um it doesn't stop it doesn't Can I share one? I'm, I'm not even oh you have it yeah so in this area um the area that i circled is where you should look and kelsey do you want to do you want to explain this one do you remember I would rather you because I'm not I'm I'm burnt out. So I can't recall. This is the basement of the Royal Bean Bean Academy. Um, and there is a block that you hit for an item right next to this puddle of what appears to be frozen water that is very white. And uh, when you get the item that's right next to that puddle, uh, you receive nut. Yeah, I do remember oh. that now. Huh. Okay. And that happened several times in a row. But then also there was explicit dialogue that was exchanged that I was like, what? And had to like take screenshots and rewind and like listen to it again. And I was like, wow. Like there were some things that were more like if you were looking for it, like in this instance, if you were looking for this and you saw that you were picking up nut in the white goo. Like it, 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 you can you can draw the conclusions, but it's not like explicit. There were other things that were like actual dialogue that occurred that I took screenshots of that I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, "There's no way that this made it all the way to the end without somebody looking at it and going, eh, and then just them doing it anyway." <laughs> um, but it's very I, wholesome if you're not looking for it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I, because it's I, a very I, good I game. It. Yeah, I missed it then. I'm right um, now trying to look for because I definitely sent one to Anthony once and I just can't find it. But continue. Uh, while you're doing that, I I I just played this game. Uh, I I played and beat it in uh in March. Uh, just like it was just like another one. I was like, oh, I played this game a lot when I was a kid and never finished it because uh, I never finished any games when I was a kid. I had a short attention span. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, generally I'm, I'm like Kelsey, like I'm not super into two turn-based, uh, RPGs. I think I'm getting better at them, like at, at the idea of playing them, 
Um, but this uh, this game is an absolute delight. It is just so creative. It has so many fun boss fights. It has uh, it, there's a lot of grinding, and that aspect of it can be a, a, a tiring. But, uh, I I I I definitely just love the story. I love the characterizations. Um, I know after a while, Alpha Dream ran out of steam, and you know the some of the Mario or Luigi games of recent years fell apart and then that that ended up having their studio closed down um because they just were not doing well um but man i i hope we do return to a day of like where you have like these kind of rpgs show up again because they they are a lot of fun um it's fun to have new characters and new new worlds introduced into the world of mario and i think that they just do such a good job of uh of you know having like they, they do such a good job of world building overall um and it has a great villain it has a great it has great side characters um i i really love so many aspects of this game i think my favorite one of my favorite characters is a hermit crab uh that you have to that has like one of the pieces of the bean star that you have to collect but is on top of his uh shell and it looks like a christmas tree and ah, yes. he's he's really really proud of it but because you have to take the star he gets really really upset and so you have to fight him but he's just like a misunderstood older hermit crab and so once you like quote unquote defeat him he just asks that you find something to replace the star on top and then when you do that like he ends up being really happy and it's just a really wholesome moment in the game that makes me very happy um and that's that's just a standout moment. But there's also there's just there's so many moments like that in the game that just are strong character things that like you, you don't get out of a Mario game typically. Yeah. And so it's nice to have it in this one. Um, I I I have not yet found what I'm looking for, other than the time that I took a picture of exactly what Anthony just explained with just my people standing right next to it. Um, <laughs> but I am I will. I feel like I have now staked a claim that I can't back up, so I'm I'm on a mission to prove it, but not on this podcast. I will let people go. <laughs> what I like, what I like about Kelsey's screenshot is that Mario is looking away from the the <laughs> the squirt pile, and the Luigi is pile. just Luigi's just staring at the back of Mario's head. It's like this tells a story. Luigi, Luigi's just like Mario. Do you see the the, the come come shine? And Luigi's just like, no, no, look away, no, no. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's funny, Mario. Uh, anyways, uh, anyway, anyone, anyone have anything to say about Superstar Saga? Uh, the only Mario and Luigi game that I beat myself was Bowser's Inside Story, and that is by far my favorite one. It's a very good one. Yeah, I I would suggest that any everyone check out. Uh, I I think I think all three games, Superstar Saga, Partners in Time, and Bowser's Inside Story, I think nice, are like nice trilogy. Yeah, really really good trilogy. It kind of drops off after that, but um, the those three are really really fun. I've played I've played a good amount of all three. Obviously, now I've beaten Superstar Saga. I would like to go back and finish partners in time and inside story at some point um but uh yeah i i very much recommend it yeah the combat in superstar saga is so much fun because there's like a timing and a skill component to it 
you see the same thing in um, Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door, at least, and the Wii one, I think. Yeah, um, uh, not so much the Wii one, but yeah, it's okay. definitely Thousand Year Door. Super Mario, Super Paper Mario, it was uh, the one with no battle system <laughs> that you just jumped on enemies, and people were not happy about that. Oh, when really? you guys were saying the Wii one, I thought you meant something small. <laughs> the Wii <laughs> little one. I didn't realize. Yeah. I was like the Wii one. There's one called the Wii one. Yeah. Like, I, personally, tiny I personally Mario. liked Super Paper Mario, but that's just me. Um, the darkest fucking ending to any Mario ever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, dude. What the heck? That's it's, the one thing I still excellent. remember about that yeah. game. Um. Big fan. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm such a little shit. Because when I play the Superstar Saga version on Nintendo Switch Online, I abuse the rewind feature to get the most out of rolling for your stats when you level up. Yeah. I'll be like, mm, I don't want a plus three. I want a plus four. And I'll sit there for like two minutes and just re-roll. <laughs> I can tell you that I have the most fucking jacked Mario and Luigi. I have taken out bosses in three turns or less. And... I have the XP doubler, so I like level up twice from bosses. It is incredible. Kelsey um, was like, "Could you like level up my characters?" And I was like, "Hell yeah!" Because I couldn't. I, I I reached a point where I could no longer deal because I'm a baby, and I'm like, I can't keep doing this. I just <laughs> want to enjoy the game, and I can't because I keep running into these fucking beans with eyebrows and they won't leave me alone and so i just had like a little meltdown for myself and like said that i essentially would stop playing the game and then anthony feels responsible to step in and like make that better for me so he offered and i was gonna be out all day and was like hey since you're gonna be home like if you don't mind could you try for me so go ahead anthony and part of it's selfish too because like i'd be like yeah I'll, I'll help you beat the boss but like her characters were under leveled and so the boss would just be going on and on and on because i would actively avoid all of the little enemies in the game because i didn't want to bother with the fighting but then i you you cut your nose to spite your face essentially because then yeah. you're under leveled and you can't do anything but like in my game mario and luigi are bloodthirsty <laughs> like if they see a creature they will attack it and kill it on sight right bite its head off like ozzy osbourne in the bat yeah, and so, like, I just texted Kelsey after, like, an hour. I was like, uh, your Mario and your Luigi are eating beef. <laughs> <laughs> and and he literally, literally had leveled me up, like, three times what I was in the matter of an hour. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, it's fun. I like when you have RPG games. Like, this is the right balance to me, because you can... Over level if you enjoy that, which I do. Like, I don't mind some tedium to get, like, really strong and just breeze through the game. But you can also, like, maybe do half the battles and just play through it normally. I feel like, ultimately, it strikes a good balance of, like, getting you to engage with the combat without punishing you too much. And the combat is so much fun. It has, like, different prompts for, like, different combo moves. I I'm preaching to the choir, I know. But, like... I just like it. It's fun. It's it's a shame that they shut down because yeah. I really would love to see more Mario games like this get made. I hope we will get it. I think I mean I think that it, it's it, I I I think that there is there is something to be said about Nintendo like 
they there's there's definitely franchises that they've given up on, but I think they also have a knack for bringing things back every once in a while out of nowhere. And you're like, holy, holy shit, they're doing this. Like, and so, and like they can, they obviously could afford to do it. Will they do it? I guess is maybe another question, but I, I, I think that we will get another one of those one of these days, hopefully. Um, yeah. And, uh, I think with that, we will close out this episode next month. Right now, Written in our slot is the best license games two, as in best license games. The second time we're doing this, <laughs> we're only uh, allowed to pick sequels. Right. Well, ooh, <laughs> I, I I might be able to do that actually, considering my options. Um, but yes, uh, so we're gonna do that next uh, next month for May. I, it, I honestly, I would do best Zelda games if like. Me and I know me and Walsh have never really played a Zelda game, so that that would be hard. Although, oh, we could have done like Zelda like games, but whatever, it's fine. We'll, it, we'll think about it. Yeah, it, it, that, that doesn't have to be next month necessarily. I just figured with the Tears of the Kingdom hype and all that. Anyways, uh, folks, thank you all so much for tuning in for this month's episode. I hope you all enjoyed. I hope you all go see that 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 spunky overall plumber in the in the movies because apparently it's good according to matt um oh damn i did we didn't get washed to talk about the the he went to super mario world universal oh my god but but he said that if we do like a like if you think he said like a mario kart themed I don't think we can do a specifically Mario Kart themed episode because not everybody did. Well, Maybe a, a mini coop. He, he said he said he said a mini coop. Yeah, yeah, do so, a mini coop. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we, so yeah, I definitely want to talk to him about that because he's he's the first one out of all of us to actually go go to there, and he said that he really liked it. So I'm definitely curious to hear his hear his thoughts more on that. Uh, but anyways, folks, thank you all so much for listening. Game on. The Gaming Coop is brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Follow us on Twitter at The Gaming Coop or follow our other work at Team Chaos Pods.